Back to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. No light, no letting up on Nick. No letting up on Nick. No letting up on nobody up in here, man. We we, we coming for people's necks <laughs> right now. Next, we got the bucket hat crew up in here. If you can see, you got Kenny Wilhite, Jay Foreman. You don't have yours on. We're Nick, Nick's over there. He got the extra extra large. <laughs> My boy Nick, I, I'm so happy for him. He's graduating. He's going into the big time. Got that degree. Bucket hat to walk. Got a super duper promotion. I mean, everything is going right for Nick. That's my man. But even though he sold me out, man, it's not to, you know, mess with me no more. He over there hanging with AD and Raph. I know I don't get text messages back like I used to, but it's cool, though. Anyways, though, I mean, we're happy for Nick. You graduated and everything. I'm, we're glad that you came in here from 4 to 6 because you know you don't usually hang out with us, you know, with these late hours and shows and stuff. Um, He came in here to uh, grace us with his presence, but... Like I said, we want to talk about a team. We you're not on. Am I can I hear on? you. Can yeah. you hear me? Yeah. You're See, here. You just got that bucket yeah. hat on. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, this dude said you're I ain't here. on. You well, you been on, bro. You lucky you ain't talking say something you ain't want, right? <laughs> you bet on. You are right about that. <laughs> I couldn't hear nothing with that bucket hat on. Well these bu- I want to talk about the Boston Celtics. Right? And you know, it was great that they made to NBA Finals, and you could, you know, say, hey, you know, this it was a learning experience. They, they've kind of, you know, year by year making it farther and farther uh, with with Brown and Tatum, and you know, they've you know they had Danny Ainge, and he was making some good moves. You know, we're talking mm-hmm. about you know Brad Stevens getting it from Butler. Um, you know, they had to run into LeBron, and so okay, that's the excuse. And Brad Stevens goes upstairs. Um, and then they had, you know, the coach, they had some issues, but they still had a plethora of talent. Then they, you know, acquired Kyrie, thought that was going to happen, and then, or, you know, take him to the next step. Didn't work, you know, obviously. Um, and now here they are um, with the way they played the last two games. And, and the, my whole thing is it's about time that myself and everybody else stop making excuses for them. There is no excuse. And this is not taking anything away from Philadelphia, right? There is no excuse for the Boston Celtics to play like this at home in a must-win game. They look lethargic. They look uninterested. They look selfish. And they look uninspired. So what that kind of lets me know that the, the issues aren't X's and O's, Jimmy and the Joes. Mm-hmm. This is something inside that organization. Not that it's toxic like the commanders, but it's something to where roles aren't being defined, roles aren't being, um, I guess, embraced. Right? You know, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a struggle on who's really the superstar, Brown or Tatum. I'm sure uh, Smart thinks he's a, you know, the captain. Horford probably thinking he is the elder statesman and captain. Um, then you got, you know, D. White, and then you got all these other guys they brought in. Grant Williams was supposed to be kind of like their Draymond, their defensive yep. stopper. He hardly gets any playing time now. He played a huge role for them last year. 
right? Yes. So you got to think all that stuff going on, and you go out there and get beat by twelve at home. And you were down more than that. And you, yeah, exactly. That's just to make just, it look just good. to make it look good. You put, yeah, yeah. And so you know, one of the things uh, you know, I wanted to ask your guys' opinion. If Philly closes them out, look, we just seen what Milwaukee did. Okay, mm-hmm. they wasted no time on the winning winning this coach in their organization. Two years removed from winning the world championship, said, "See you." And matter of fact, they were thinking about firing them last year. So and the year before that, and he, actually, <laughs> and the, before they got and, to the finals, it'd be like every years. year they've been trying to fire him, and he keeps winning. But finally, they say, "Okay, enough is enough." If you if this if Philly closes them out. This is going to tell you a lot about these two organizations because I think they're both the same, right? Can Embiid really be that guy in a closeout game with mm-hmm. James Harden, right? You finally have a team guy with you, right? Jimmy Butler never really wanted to be there. Mm-hmm. And then he always kind of picked at Embiid a little bit, right? Um, when, when Embiid was still you know, trying to get fully over his injuries. But can Embiid and Philly and Doc Rivers stick the dagger in the heart, right? And then on the other side, you got the Celtics looking at the possibilities, <laughs> what, what I like to call turn the lights off and let's blow it up and see who's, who's still alive. I'm asking you this. I'm going to ask you two things about both teams, more or less just about the Celtics. If the Celtics gets – if they get closed out, right, or they lose this series, considering where they were and the way that Philly was playing, is it time – to trade one of those superstars and kind of not blow up the team, but definitely reset where this organization goes and moving forward in the East because quiet is kept. The East is getting better. Yes. So you have to kind of stay on par because you kind of, you know, do you think they blow it up or say, okay, let's run it back one more time? I think if they don't win this series after going to the championship game last year, you got to make a move somewhere. Tatum ain't going nowhere. Tatum, Tatum's yeah. not going anywhere. So they they may make a move somewhere. Um, Brown would be the only one. You get Brown and Brogdon, six man of the year, and try to go get a, a another piece to go with Tatum. Um, I don't think they're out of it yet, but for them to play like they played last night at home. I mean, they couldn't throw a rock in the river. And they, they, they looked like they weren't even there. I'm not going to say the whole team, but most of the guys looked like they weren't even. Horford shot five, six, six straight shots yeah. and missed. Threes. <laughs> he shot he six. Gonna get, yeah, he was going to get one of them. He missed <laughs> six, five, five in a row. I'm like, don't shoot again. And he shot. I'm like, what are you doing? You just go to the basket or pass it. You just missed five in a row. I'm like, oh, my. So. Hopefully they get it fixed uh, and have a better showing in Philly. I think they gave Philly life when they let them win that game in overtime. Um, so it's going to be a hard uphill battle to, to, to win this series with Boston. The you, vibes are so weird for the Celtics. The last time I think they had you know good vibes was when IT was doing his run. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they let him go. He was gone. And ever since then, they tried Kyrie. That was weird with that team. Gordon Hayward around, too. That was weird. Mm-hmm. I think Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum can work together. I mean, they're one of the highest-scoring duos in NBA history. I think they both have enough ball-handling ability, enough ability to play defense, that a lot of teams are envious of that core. But 
it just feels like they should be better than they are. And again, they've had their moments where they were, you know, top five offense and defense in the NBA, but not when it matters. Is that the coach? Is that these guys get too tense when playoffs come and they fall back to you know, their own habits instead of playing together? I don't know. But something is up with Boston that's holding them back. Yeah, I want, I want to, I mean, it's, I wonder if it's a little bit of inexperience with the head coach <laughs> and, and the lack of true star power guys that know how to win, right? You got two bona fide stars. But you got to have stars that know how to win. And here's an example. Look, everybody, you know, look, I'm a big LeBron fan. But LeBron knew when they had that defensive stop against Golden State on the out-of-bounds play, that's a play he saw and, and remembered from 2018. From 2018. And he knows how to close out a game. He knows how to clo- close out a series. Neither one of – and now they've won series, the Celtics have. I mean, let, I mean let's just not, not really, you know, minimize what they're – you know, their success. But to win a series against a like-minded team and organization, when they're looking across the court, and you know they you know the Celtics don't have a Tatum, but they got you know Tobias Harris. They you got mean, they you got, mean um, um, Sixers. Or the Sixers don't have you know, but they have legitimate NBA players. Then you got the MVP. You got James Harden. You got a Tobias Harris. You got Maxi. Maxi's just playing. yeah. Maxi's just an up and coming yes. right. So you got guys that that aren't no punks and then now you don't know how to close them out right and so do you think it's more of that or do you think it's uh you know ghosts of the of the of the past from you know the the coaching situation and his personal issue really springing a young inexperienced playoff nba coach into hot water it's different trying to win the number one seed versus trying to close out a team in a seven-game series. Beating Philly on a Tuesday or Thursday night or Wednesday night is different than beating Philly every other day, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, two games. And then beating Philly when they have some good mojo. James Harden seems like he's starting to play. You know, do you think it's more on the coaching inexperience or do you think it's on the lack of true alpha dogs that can take over and close out a series and it doesn't necessarily always have to be scoring. I'm not going to blame the young coach. I'm going to touch on what Austin said. I think just watching, mm-hmm. they fell back on bad habits. Individual ball, making a splash play, and that that killed them. That just what Brown went to the hole. I'm like, what are you doing on the charge? Right. I'm like, what are you doing? And then you turn around and look at the ref like it was a bad call. No, you charged the man. So I think they they fell back on bad habits, individual basketball, instead of moving the ball, doing the things that what got them right. the lead in the series. Uh, again, they got one day to, to get it fixed. You ain't got two, three days no more now. Right. You, you, you ain't getting them in a week, you, and then you can really look forward to it. This is lick your wounds, we embarrass ourselves, find a way to kind of get our good mojo back. Then now they're going into the Lions' den, and Philly fans is going to be on point. And speaking of the fans, one thing I did not like was Boston booing them. Their fans was booing right. them. For what? That's not going to solve anything. 
No, nah, but Kenny, let me tell you something. Professional sports, they I remember <laughs> I, know, but I remember on, the first bro. time going into halftime and they were born in Buffalo. I was like, dang, Nebraska, we always even when we was tight games, they cheering us on. Look, man, they paid them a good hard Yeah, back, back then. then. <laughs> uh good hard on money. They ain't I, like I, I understand, Jay, but come I on. get it. And they because they've done a lot. You can still believe, right? Now, if this is the closeout game and they play yes, like that, they play like the they can, as much as they're down now, they can still go to Philly and come back home for game seven. And they're going to need you. And then they're going to be your heroes if they right. pull it out. But that's just fans. Because you know what fans are. You fair, know, fair weather fans. No. Fan is short for fanatic. True. There you go, Austin. You have the Duke You have the Duke education. You're dropping knowledge. I have the, I have the J. Foreman education. <laughs> I want to ask Ivy you, League degree. Come on. I, I wanted to ask you guys this in short, just real quick. Am I not giving Philadelphia 76ers enough credit? And here's why I'm looking at their starting lineup, mm-hmm. right? And they have a pretty good player coming off the bench I think is good too. But P.J. Tucker, Tobias Harris, who I always liked when he was even with the Clippers. I like Tobias. Embiid, Maxie, James Harden. It's hard-pressed to find a better starting five than that in the NBA. I'm going to tell you what I would do, right? When they went and didn't guard Westbrook, I'm not guarding Tucker. He can shoot three. No, he can't. You watched that boy last night. That boy pushed that ball up there three times. I'm like, he, I'm, he made one. He, I am not guarding him. He's going to have to beat me before okay. I let him beat. I understand that. Just he, he, He's he? a defensive stopper. Yes, he is. But that's what I'm saying, though. When you look at his this starting five, it they're, it's hard-pressed to find a better starting five than what Philly has right now. That's why the Doc Doc Rivers is under so much pressure because you got James Harden, who you know is playing really good right now. He had ten assists, only had seventeen points, but his plus minus is plus ten. Maxi thirty points, plus fifteen, plus minus. Embiid MVP. Tobias Harris sixteen, right? And the and Tobias Harris had had eleven rebounds, and then you have PJ Tucker who only had three points. Get his but guess what his plus minus is plus eleven. So everybody's playing at a high level, and then coming off the bench, they have D House D House uh, Junior. He gives you ten with five rebounds. Then you have a guy that's Mister Versatility, right? George Niang, by the way of Fred Hoiberg, Iowa Ohio State. Iowa State. I don't know if Fred coached him, but I just know he was up there. And you've got Milton and Melton coming off of there. So it's been a. The second round has been a series series of role players stepping up and bench players stepping up at the right time. Mm-hmm. Just like last night, Philly's bench and role players outplayed Boston. Brogdon didn't show up. Right. So, right? I mean, so, and that was their big offseason and, acquisition that was supposed to be able to championship pedigree yep. from the Bucks. Yep. Kind of lead you through times like this. He's not even starting. He ain't even starting right now. You got D White in there with that seven head. <laughs> I ain't never seen a young brother like that to keep his line way back. My man hat would be like this, man. Boy, you was so <laughs> hey, his hat. Be, hey, this is where his hat is. If you had to put it on his hairline, it'd be like this. Okay, Shaq and uh, Barkley. They killed that dude on his on uh, TNT, man. Just this. He need to let it go, though. He does. Him and Stephen A. He need to come on home. Come on. Yeah. Well, I'm. I mean, I, you know, look, man. It is what it is. I, I I wouldn't be surprised 
if Boston comes back and wins. I wouldn't either. I'm, I'm still because I'm still for whatever re- with that starting five. I'm yes. still not sold on Philly. No. Two two reasons. Number one, Doc Rivers has blown a lot of series yes. as a coach. Not that they're all his fault, right. but his teams have blown series. And number two, given how good Philly's lineup is. They haven't done it before, right? No. Right. They're still looking to get over that hump. So here's their chance with yep. a home game. And James, but Harden, they haven't done it yet. The spotlight is on James Harden. Mm-hmm. Can you? Can you? Like, look, when he was in Houston, and they had Golden State down Couldn't three do and close out. Can do. All of a sudden, you decide to go five for twenty three. Can do it. Right. So this twenty seven in a row. Right. Missed. Here, here we go. He, they yeah. did, didn't they? Yeah. Twenty seven in a row. I, they were throwing mm-hmm. that game. He wanted to get over to Onyx. Anyway, Tim Donahue. Oh, right. right. <laughs> Speaking of going to break and going, they, they, James Harden breaks that Onyx. He's getting a buffet at night. <laughs> We're going to break. We'll be right back with a short segment. I want to talk a little bit about Husker baseball, man. A couple guys on Husker baseball, man. They swinging that base, but they swinging that bat, man. They struggled in the first game. I know, but that hey, when that bat hit, when that ball hit that bat, it's gone. But, See, I got we got to talk to Bryce about that, right? Right about Matt. You take too long. You're going too fast around the the, the base. Take your time. I'm, I'm a- pimp walking through the first, the first base. Katie Will, hi, Jay Forward. We'll be right back. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and Jay on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.